Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. When I started the program today, I didn't expect to be talking about so many books. You heard reference I made earlier to Flags of Our Fathers, that book uh, which outlined the life and tells the story of the men who raised the flag on Mount Sarabachi at Iwo Jima. A fascinating book there. I recommend you read that one. And another one that I'm working on right now, it's called Countdown 1945. It's written by by Chris Wallace. That's a name you know. He was the moderator of that first, what, quote-unquote, debate between President Trump and then-candidate Joe Biden. What Countdown 1945 does is it, it looks at... Uh, Well, it looks at the development of the atomic bomb. You get to know Oppenheimer. You get to know President Truman. You get to know the Manhattan Project. But in the very beginning, I was reminded of a little trivial piece of uh, American history, which has to do with uh, FDR. Uh, we, We all know that FDR is the only president to have served for more than two terms, uh, serving three complete terms. Here's the little bit, the little detail that I had forgotten in history, that he ran successfully for a fourth term. And it was uh, just a few months after that, that, uh, you know, then President Truman or then Vice President Truman got the call to, uh, could you report to the White House right now? We've got some news to tell you. Your life's about to change. And so he made his way down there. But uh, the, the, what sticks in my mind is the fact that we have had a president who, uh, who's run for the office uh, more than twice. Did you know the history of that? It was kind of a precedent set by George Washington. That George Washington served two terms, uh, each four years in length, and he said, okay, that'll be that. And set that precedent, which stayed in place until about 1940. In fact, there wasn't any there wasn't any law on the books that limited the number of terms a president could serve. There was nothing uh, that restricted any of the presidents leading up to FDR from uh, running for and serving for additional terms after the second. It wasn't until uh, FDR decided to break that precedent uh, as the United States neared its entry into World War II. Well, he won that race. Then he would go on to win another. The reason I bring this up is uh, the, the 22nd Amendment comes to mind. The 22nd Amendment. A little bit of history. You know, you know I am prone to tumble down uh, rabbit holes. And the, the, question, the question that is being asked by some today, in particular Brian Kilmeade, of Fox News. You know Brian Kilmeade, you see him up there in the morning with his friends. Well, he has a radio program as well. Recently, Lindsey Graham was a guest on that program, and they were talking about uh, Donald Trump's future. 
Senator Graham is not yet one uh, who has accepted Joe Biden as president-elect. He still believes there's a pathway to victory for Donald Trump. Uh, And he was asked, though, hypothetically, let's say, uh, Senator Graham, if President Trump is unsuccessful in his effort uh, uh, in maintaining the presidency, uh, what would you advise him in the future? What would you advise him to do uh, when this is all said and done and it's Joe Biden in the White House? If we let it play out legally and keep counting every legal vote and looking at these systems closely, this is going to be the closest election one way or the other in modern history. And I would encourage President Trump, if after all this he does fall short, we just can't quite get there, to not let this movement die, to consider running again, to create create an organization, platforms, uh, over the next four years to keep his movement alive, growing the Republican representation in minority communities, uh, talk about economic populism, and just basically keep it alive. Keep fighting for the 2020 vote. And run again. It's not done yet. And run again. I would encourage him to think about doing it. I really would. Can you believe that? I was absolutely stocked, stocked, shocked and stunned. I threw those two words together. I coined a phrase today. Stunned. <laughs> I was shocked and stunned when I heard that advice uh, given by Lindsey Graham. Now, wh- why does he give that? Who knows? You know, as you heard Senator Romney say earlier, who, who are we to try to get into the minds of others and understand motivation? Uh, I'm not even going to try to to understand uh, that recommendation. But it does raise the question, is it possible? Could the president do it? Is there anything that would prohibit him from, uh, if he were to lose this race, uh, which all signs point to uh, President Biden uh, come January 20th, could he do it? And the answer is flat out, absolutely, Grover Cleveland, yes. Yeah, he absolutely could. The 22nd Amendment does this. It restricts a president from serving more than twice. Uh, and there are some little caveats in there. I'll, I'll read a portion of the of the Constitution here to you. It says, no person shall be elected to the office of the president more than twice. And no person who has held the office of president or acted as president for more than two years of a term to which some other person was elected president shall be elected to the office of president more than once. Uh, that is part of the amendment and the the part that is relevant to this suggestion made by Lindsey Graham that should President Trump fail to occupy the White House come January 20th, uh, that he should just sit tight, grow a movement, and come 2024, throw his hat back in the ring. What do you think about that? Let me hear you via text, 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500 is the number. Uh, what do you think about Lindsey Graham's suggestion that Donald Trump run again should he lose this go-around? Could you support him? Would you? Who knows? I'd like to hear from you. We're going to take a break right now. When we return for the final segment of today's program, I want to look at that vaccine we learned about just yesterday from Pfizer, the one uh, with claims of 90% efficacy. You heard throughout the day that there were two companies involved, Pfizer and a German company. Well, I did a little bit of digging. With the help of producer Amy, we have uncovered a story about the husband and wife duo that formed that company, what drives them to succeed, and how they are now reacting, having been part of such a medical breakthrough. Their story next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. 
few years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.